This is episode 41 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Things you didn't know about the people on Rise Mm. Up. Hey, that's us. Uh, We have to find out what we don't know about each other. And certainly Mm. if we don't know that about each other, probably most other people don't. Let's start with uh, Tim. Tim, what don't we know about you that maybe we would be interested in knowing? Wow, if we could wind back the clock a couple weeks, it would have definitely been that uh, uh, a real bombshell revelation that I'm a professional wrestling fan of sorts. I'm still that baffled by that. I, know, I, but I now that, did yeah. not see that coming. That was like a folding chair to the head for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Out of the out of the oh, ring. Well, and then this kind of is going to sound like it goes along with it, what I'm going to say today, but it really doesn't. Like, they're totally different tracks of my brain. Uh, I, I have a black belt. I have a black belt in Taekwondo. And I think to most folks, I mean, that kind of thing is maybe surprising because I don't know what you, whatever, if there's a stereotype of any sort of thing. Like, I'm not at all into mixed martial arts or UFC or any of that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. It was really more kind of the martial art aspect of it, kind of the philosophy of Taekwondo and things that I found really interesting. And yeah, I did get my black belt doing that up through high school and and, uh, concluded that when I went off to college. And really enjoyed my time doing that. Now, I wasn't the one, like I said, who would, you know, could do like competing and like fight other people and get medals for it and stuff. That's my wife. She's the wow. black belt who oh. has won. Com- yeah, uh-huh. Double surprise. Yes. Wow. Yes. Trinity is the one. My wife is the one who has a black belt in karate and uh, qualified to participate in tournaments in other countries and things. So she actually is really the one that I f- think if most people knew her and most who do know her are a lot more surprised by wow. that fact, too. Huh. Wow. She's got you guys both have black belts. What does this mean? Yeah, it's uh, it's a. Uh, it's kind of a fun little thing to let people in on about our family. Maybe you knew this about Therese. She also has a black belt. Also has a I nice. Have, it goes with my black shoes. Exactly. It goes right. It's a nice wraparound <laughs> skirt that she uses it with. <laughs> um, but that was not just funny. that. Not, well, you don't really want to make jokes when you just found out your coworker is a black belt oh, and tr- also a oh. wrestling fan. Yeah, that's, <laughs> See, that's true. Like I said they go. They seem like they go together, but they don't. They do different parts They're of my brain. Many, but it's uh. it speaks a lot to your discipline, uh. Tim. And I would say that hmm. you are, if I had to say something about your character, you are disciplined in that, you know, when we have things that need to get done, like if you ask me to do it, it might get done. It probably will get done at the very last minute if I remember. But if you are asked to do it, it will probably be done when it's supposed to be done and done well. And I think that that's some of what is required to get a black belt, oh, right? I mean, super discipline. sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. The discipline aspect. And I mean, that's the thing that I feel like, if anything, that there is a take with it from me to today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always uh, think back to those lessons. Very grateful to my master in Taekwondo. Anybody here amongst the three of us? I know one of us has, but uh, have the other two of you uh, shaken hands with a sitting president? Wow. 
That's what? amazing. You have right. shaken a sitting president's. Was he standing or was he actually he, he sitting? He actually was standing. Uh, okay, so a standing was, sitting president. A standing sitting oh. president. And we're talking like president of the United States. We're not like president, president of the Rotary no, Club or that's something. That's true. <laughs> Although that would be a good thing, too. Just to make the Rotary sure. Club presidents matter, too. That's right. true. They right. Do. But but you guys haven't, I assume. That's why. No, I not have never. Yeah. I have been in the same room as a, okay. a, a sitting president, but not. Close enough to shake hands. Wow. Here's the interesting story. And uh, President Jimmy Carter was in the uh, early 80s. And here's the how I got that close. And it's it's quite a story about Jimmy Carter himself, his character. You talked about mm. character of yeah. a person. Uh, I was working uh, in radio in Fayetteville, North Carolina at that time in the early 80s. And Jimmy Carter's sister, Ruth Stapleton Carter, was going through cancer and she passed away. And she she was buried in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So there was uh, the funeral service, but then also there was the burial at the cemetery in Fayetteville. There was a small gathering of media, which I was a part of that media. And uh, I would say there was only maybe a half dozen of us. Uh, it was a, sh a small group. And, and we were there. They had it cordoned off with a rope and, and that kind of thing. But we were just there observing. And so we could report on the story of Jimmy Carter coming in for his sister's funeral. Mm. He did not have to do this. Absolutely would not. And if he didn't, we'd all say, well, that's pretty normal. Here he was at his sister's funeral. She died in her early 50s. So it was a mm. she died young. Right. And um he came over as he was ready to he came out, of, got out of the limo, presidential limo, and he walked over and he saw the media over there again, only about a half dozen of us. And he came over and he just shook each one of our hands and thanked us for being there. And I thought to myself, wow, one, he didn't have to do that. Uh, but it just showed, uh, again, his character and uh, who he was, whether, you know, the politicians, whether you agree or disagree or whatever you think about that end of it, uh, that I will always have a high regard uh, for Jimmy Carter uh, because of and he's shown in different areas why wow. uh, he is who he is. But uh, that just showed in that time of mourning. Yeah, he was uh, doing that, which he didn't have to. So that's my story of me shaking that's a hand of a crazy. of a sitting president. Hmm. I feel like you guys know all the stuff about me. I mean, you know, my hidden talent of being able to list all 50 states in rapid succession, sure, you know right. that I can still twirl the baton, you know. You um, can do both of those at the same time. I Wait probably for. could. Yeah. I feel like that's like a YouTube video just that's, waiting to happen. So right. I don't know. I I usually just tell all of my stuff, you know, I'm kind of an open book, but maybe you don't know that I am, um, I'm a, a painter. Oh, oh. I don't think like, I knew that. I painted during the pandemic. Wow. I picked up painting again. You can't see it on the podcast, but no, that's true. kind you of like we do. abstract art painting. Hmm. When I was in high school, I was, you know, really big into art and um, it just kind of went by the wayside for a long time, uh, like things kind of do that you have passion for. And then I don't know, when we had a little more downtime, I thought, well, I wonder if this is still a thing that relaxes me. And it kind of became more therapy than about the product. You know, it just sure. kind of became the thing where when, you know, the news was on in the background, I would just be like at my easel with all my colors and trying to, you know, just kind of creatively cope through that. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I think there's something to that. God has created us 
to be multifaceted, you know, and um, and and there's so much to the human brain and there's so much that can be unlocked. I'm a big yeah. believer in like the two sides of the brain mm-hmm. thinking thing. And I think that when you exercise that creative side, it can open up a lot more on the other side of your brain. And so uh, I found it to be therapeutic and also because um, if I was painting, I couldn't eat all the pandemic snacks. You know, right. Your hands right. were kind of busy. And so so that might be the thing about me that you didn't know. And um, and so if you get a really random looking piece of canvas for me someday in the future, it, don't ask what it is. <laughs> you might go with like, oh, could you tell me about this? Or what were you feeling when you made this? Could you, uh, might, could you uh, paint a picture of uh, Tim's black belt and have me in the background shaking hands with Jimmy Carter? <laughs> and a rotary president you somewhere in there. You have just given me yeah. the best idea for a Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I just don't uh, understand it. I just don't get it. Uh, I, but I do. Or I can appreciate it because another is it calculus? No, no. I don't understand that. It's art. Yeah. Art. I oh, oh. no! I know there's a lot of people love art and they're great and they go to art. art museums and they yes. see things and they're like, that's wonderful. Uh-huh. And they sit there and they stare at it and they like, <laughs> I, and 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 there's <laughs> meanings there. there and, and I'm not taking it. anything away mm-hmm. from it because there's a yes. lot of talented people out there who do art. However, my brain doesn't, I guess, appreciate it because I look at it and go like. Eh. I don't know. Um, and that's what I do. And <laughs> that's how I feel about baseball. Exactly. Everybody has different <laughs> tastes. Everybody, but but yeah. but this kind of proves my point in one way. Uh-huh. There was a, a very famous art piece for seventy five years. Have been taken around to different art museums, and they just discovered after seventy five years that it was upside down. <laughs> I mean that's true story. That was true story, and it kind of and it kind of proves my point. But how about this? You know what else is upside down? Uh, In Matthew, the greatest among you will be your servant. Mm, For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Yeah, that's kind of upside down. Some might say you just found the deeper meaning in that art. See, there it is. You did it. Priceless piece of work there. They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. It is a dire situation. A man, and he's he's trapped trapped in space? It wasn't that kind of communication. It It was actually an Instagram message. This woman gets an Instagram message from a Russian astronaut, which I guess is what? Cos- is that Cosmo. a cosmonaut? Cosmo. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. He yeah. says that he works on the International Space Station. Uh-huh. He's writing back and forth. They fall in love. He oh. proposes. Whoa. She Wait. says yes, but with just mm-hmm. one catch. This ceremony has to happen on Earth, and it's expensive, I guess, to get an Uber rocket from the ISS. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. So um, she just has to send him $30,000, which oh, she sweet. does. Oh, no. Oh, no. She does. A total scam. This woman oh. fell for this scam. Oh. And so beware of scams. If somebody says, I'm stuck on the International Space Station, that's right. probably not true. And also a warning. If you go to space, make sure you've got a ride home. (laughs) Great lesson. It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to.
It was much too cold yesterday to go swimming. Uh, that's what I thought when I first heard uh, someone ask me, do you, well, they texted me, do you Marco Polo? Oh. I'm like, too, too cold to get out in the pool and go, Marco Polo. Polo. And really quick, right after that, it was like yeah. video messaging. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, what? It's an app. <laughs> Like what? That's different than WhatsApp. Just yeah, that's another different. That, exactly. I, until I started asking around, and it seemed mm-hmm. like half the people in our office knew exactly what Marco Polo was. It seemed mm-hmm. to be a generational type of thing. The yeah. younger people tended to go, "Oh yeah, it's that video messaging app we used to use." The, yeah, back in the day, <laughs> was that you know? Wait, wait till. What, what do you guys hear about the fax machine? That is really cool. But anyway. <laughs> But, but anyway, so yes, yeah, so I found out that that's something that, that it, so oh, I just uh, no, it's just it's, you're just a late adapter, is what they call it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was late so, that's it. That's it. What it was so cool. I, I downloaded the app, and then all yeah. of a sudden, apparently, when other people are on it, they know. And so I got a text from my daughter saying, <laughs> "Oh, you're on, you know, great." And then so she sent me a Marco yeah. Polo a little yeah. video message, and she was like, "That's so exciting. That's so fun." And she was so, and she almost went into tears. She goes, "That is so cool. I'm so proud of you." You're you're growing up. <laughs> You're growing up. Well, never. Sort of, never. Yeah. Yeah. Never. And we like it that way. We like you this way. Oh, just okay. the way you are. Let's Hello. go into the pool. Marco. Hello, oh. you little late adapter. <laughs> May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. It's a moment of provisation. Because if we didn't plan it ahead of time, that would be improvisation. Since you're all here on time, today's meeting will be pwned. Wait, it's delayed? No, that's postponed. Pwned means we're starting now. You'll catch on. Therese, you go first. Well, as you all know, some words don't usually have opposites. For example, Tim, you're looking shoveled this morning. Man, I even combed my beard for this. Oh, I get it. Not disheveled. Right. Now some people are bothered when you talk like this, but we at Unnecessary Grammar Enterprises find it quite rotating. I'm following you, I think. We believe if people start talking like this, they'd be much more gruntled. We think you'll be perfectly whelmed. Okay, all right, let, let me try. So, um, how's this? I don't feel like exercising today, so I'll just... Ursize. Uh, no, ursize is not a word. Yeah, I don't get it. Wait, wait, I, I thought we were taking words, you normally say one way, and then we were... It's like, You're not invited to join us next time, so please do come back for another moment of provisation with Rise Up on Family Life. Sharing the message of hope, it's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Thanksgiving doesn't have enough songs. That's what we believe here at Rise Up anyways. So we bring you straight from the Thanksgiving table of Steve Smith's childhood, a turkey tune for your Thanksgiving. My turkey tis of the sweet bird of cranberry of thee I sing. I love thy breast and wings 
back legs and other things I love thy good stuffings, O oh, luscious bird 